When was the last time you said no to someone at work? Today? Yesterday? Last week? Even last month? This two-letter word can strike fear into the hearts of even the most confident person. Could it be the indication that you're about to let someone down? Or the harsh reality of not doing that thing? Or simply the embarrassment of just saying no? Even when we are so overcommitted with work, we become incapable of saying no. So what is it about this tiny word that makes it so hard to say at work? Is it the perception of being lazy? Is it the feeling of letting someone down? Is it the fear it will impact our year-end appraisal? It could easily be all of these. But the issue is, by not saying no, we make life more difficult for ourselves. The knee-jerk response to an unexpected question is almost always yes. Even when we know it's a one-way street to a world of stress and perhaps burnout, the inability to say no can lead to health issues, mental strain, and be detrimental to our careers. If we want to be successful at work, being able to say no is going to be imperative. So how do we do it? Taking a moment to lean on advice from the greats, consider these. The difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. Thanks, Warren Buffett. It's only by saying no that you can concentrate on the things that are really important. Steve Jobs. Learn to say no to the good so that you can say yes to the best, says John C. Maxwell. These quotes are emblematic of serious focus. I mean, there's no way that Steve Jobs could have focused on lots of Apple products at the same time because he was incredibly focused on every little detail. This meant saying no to a lot of things. Saying no doesn't mean forever, though. It just means not now. Saying no with conviction and eloquence requires presence, reflection and courage. Greg McKeon talks about being quick to say no and slow to say yes. This is exactly the opposite of what many do. The art of a quick no gives you breathing space. It gives warning to the other person that you are unlikely to be able to help them. Upon reflection and consideration, should you believe this warrants a positive response, then it is entirely within your gift. Please do check out the amazing book by Greg McEwen called Essentialism. The link is in the email. Think of a fast no as a timer. It creates an air gap. It gives you thinking time. When you are propositioned, ask yourself if this new thing is a priority. And consider that the definition of priority is single most important thing. There can only be one single most important thing too. The word priority came into the English language in the 1400s. It was singular. Only in the 1900s did the word priorities start to emerge. Therefore, when being asked for a response, will it help or hinder what you are focusing on now? If the answer is hinder, the answer should be no. This may sound trite, but it proves a point. We are constantly bombarded with requests, and far too often we feel compelled to say yes when we really want to say no. Quick example. Even John Cleese of Monty Python fame battled with it. Early in his career, when Monty Python became incredibly famous, he said yes to everything. It was great at first, but, but quickly became overwhelming. He felt like he was drowning. It was at this point a good friend told him he needs to start saying no, otherwise burnout was on the cards. His friend explained that the other person may not like the response, but if you do it appropriately, politely and concisely, they'll understand. This was a turning point in his career. John Cleese took back control. He started saying no. Now back to our situation. It all starts with giving yourself permission to say no, and then not beating yourself up about saying it. So adopt a voice that is authentic to you. Use language that you're happy with. It could be a direct no. 
I can't do that, I'm sorry. A reflecting no. I understand, but I can't. A reasoned no. I can't because I have a prior engagement. A rain check no. I don't have time today, but I can make time next week. An inquiring no. Today isn't possible, but can someone else help? Or a broken record no, which is simply repeating the word no until they get it. Unlike the song by Elton John, no seems to be the hardest word. It's worth remembering that it is okay to say no without explaining yourself too. This may feel incredibly uncomfortable, but the discomfort is being generated only by you, not the other person. So at the end of the day, giving a clear no is much better than a vague yes. Something to leave you with, you can be a good person and still say no. Good luck. See you next week. Cheers.